The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off once site from pre-k to 12th grade if your child is struggling this is the smartest investment you can make one in four students in the u.s are learning with ixl ixl is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the u.s make an impact on your child's learning get ixl now and listeners can get an exclusive 20 percent off ixl membership when you sign up today at ixl.com slash ixlav visit ixl.com slash ixlav to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price and joining us now as part of the fun and frivolity on this phenomenal football Friday is the aforementioned glass man. We have broken the glass, and that means it is PJ Glasser time here on You Better You Bet. PJ, of course, the host of the critically acclaimed Send It In, 1.30 p.m. Eastern on all social platforms as part of the BetQL network. Also the host of Sunday Bets, which you can check out on Sunday. They talk about bets here on the BetQL network. It's great. PJ is on Twitter as well at PJGlasser9. Glassman, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Friday. How you doing? Happy Friday, guys. I'm doing great. I'm actually getting ready in a couple hours to head to a uh, bachelor party. I got people flying in uh, to the D.C. area, one of my best friends who I went to college with. Bachelor party is in Annapolis, so we got people flying in. All the guys are pretty much Bama guys and then an LSU guy, so they're going to pepper me with college football questions, I'm sure, the next two days. So this is like a nice little warm-up for that. So I appreciate you guys having me on and getting me in the uh, in the college football spirit. PJ, there's, uh, there's a bunch of other teams we can talk about, award markets we can talk about, but you said you're going to be around a lot of Bama guys and an LSU friend as well. Uh, yeah. have you, what, what have you prepared in terms of your takes on, on Alabama and LSU this year? The, the consensus opinion on Alabama is shaky right like is is this the end of them being 12 and 0 every year 11 and 1 every year so the win total is a little lower and with lsu people think they have a chance to maybe win a national championship something they did four years ago have you prepared kind of takes on those two teams any bets you like week one week zero win totals anything with alabama and lsu yeah so i have we'll start with bama ken i think since nick saban's been there this is the most question mark like this is the most up in the air season i've really had in a while and there's a couple reasons why first off first off there's turnover 
defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. You have Kevin Steele coming in as defensive coordinator. Tommy Reese comes over from Notre Dame as offensive coordinator. As we know, they're trying to replace Bryce Young at quarterback, and it's between three guys. It's either going to be Tyler Buckner, Ty Simpson, or Jalen Milrow, who appeared in a couple games last year. But to me, the real big question mark with this Bama team For the last decade, they've had a dude, whether it's at wide receiver, whether it's at running back, who, like, has a great season, and then the following year, you look at, like, that guy, and you're like, oh, Derrick Henry's going to be a monster. Mari Cooper's going to be a monster. Devontae Smith, they don't have that guy this year. They have receivers coming back, but there's nobody you look at, and you're like, oh, that's a first-round guy. That's a second-round guy. So I think Bamba's so fascinating, but I think Saban enjoys the challenge. I think he likes that. They obviously play Texas week two, which is going to be a huge game. Their schedule this year is favorable because they have Tennessee at home. They have LSU at home. Um, So I do still like them to win the SEC West. And then LSU, I think what's so interesting about them is Brian Kelly. It usually takes him three years to kind of turn around a program. That's been his track record at Cincinnati and Notre Dame. And it only took them one year to turn around LSU. So, like, what's next for an encore? Do they kind of – were they a year too early, and now they fall back down this year? Do they build off of that? Do they win the SEC West again? Do they get over Georgia this year? I just think both teams, they have so many interesting storylines. Obviously, they play the first Saturday of November in Tuscaloosa this year. But I'm more so like Bama than LSU just because LSU beat them last year, the games in Tuscaloosa this year. And I think LSU kind of peaked a year – too early um so i would take bama between the two pj what do you make of lsu's game against fsu coming up here and what like a little bit about a month from now very early, very early on in the college football season of week one definitely the marquee game of week one i can't wait if they played half a game that's as good as the one they did last year it's going to be awesome probably a top 10 matchup i like lsu in the game though i'm pretty down on florida state This season, I think if there's one team, and this tends to happen every year, a team that is ranked top 10 preseason that completely goes unranked to finish the season. That was Texas A&M this past year. There's usually one every season. I think Florida State's going to be that team this year. I think in college football, a lot of times what happens, there are certain programs when they're kind of down in the dumps a little bit. We're so hungry for them to like be good again that maybe we overvalue them a little bit or we kind of, you know, want them to be a lot better than they actually are. I think Florida State's going to be good. I like Jordan Travis. They're going to have one of the best running games in the country. Defensively, they got talent all over the field. But when you look at the schedule and you have LSU to kick off the season, you have to go to Florida State. You're going to have to, or you're going to have to go to Clemson, excuse me. You're going to have to go to Florida and play them in the swamp. Like there are a lot of tricky games on Florida State's schedule. Mike Norvell, when he was at Memphis, was a coach who was kind of known as like a coach that would tend to lose some of the big games, had a knack for that. Um, So I'm down on Florida State this year. I love LSU minus three in that week one game. And that is uh, Labor Day weekend, Sunday night. Those two teams, I believe, played Labor Day night last year because it's a mm-hmm. they played each other last year too. Like a, a completely absurd, ridiculous, like one point game with like missed up. It was just like a ridiculous game last year. But it's on Sunday night, Labor Day weekend this year. So like the standalone game uh, on Sunday, September third. PJ, the game prior to that. So people who are huge college football fans. That Labor Day Sunday, they'll have North. <laughs> 
welcome here's northwestern rutgers at noon which now has all kinds of storylines baked into it obviously with northwestern oregon state plays at 3 30 eastern their opener they're a big favorite against san jose state obviously pretty likely to be a win for the beavers really really high expectations for them this year and i think this is a, t- a team that you and i are kind of on opposite sides of i'm kind of playing against those expectations the win total is eight and a half in the market how are you looking at oregon state this year dj Uyunglele, obviously the transfer quarterback from clemson a lot of people really excited about their offense their coach is really good jonathan smith what about oregon state this year it sounds like you might be oppo me you might like them a little bit i do i do ken i, I like oregon state quite a bit and I don't think there's going to be a TCU in this year's college football season because college football tends to be really chalky. And especially with the playoffs still only being four teams, you know, it's probably going to be the four brand names that we're used to. It's going to be some combination of like, you know, Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, all those kinds of teams. If there were to be a TCU, though, and you want to sprinkle like a crazy long shot, like 150 to one, something like that. I do think Oregon State would be the team just because the Pac-12 is so wide open this year. They're going to have top two defense in the Pac-12, if not the best defense. They were number one in the country last year in red score in uh, in red zone scoring defense, which is so huge, especially in a conference like that with all the great quarterbacks and all the great offenses that you had. And like you said, Ken, they have a great running game, one of the most underrated head coaches in the country in Jonathan Smith. They're, they're really well sound, and their schedule, again, is really good this year. All their toughest games, except for Oregon, are at home. They play Washington, UCLA, Utah, all at home. They avoid USC, and then they get Oregon at the end of the year in the Civil War, but that's a rivalry game, and you can kind of throw everything out. Bo Nix struggled against Oregon State in that game last year, so I think the Beavers have a real shot at having a historical year. I think they're set up for it. It all comes down to DJU, and I'm not the highest on him, but again, I'm I'm kind of banking on the potential a little bit and the upside, and I just think the way the schedule shapes up, how unpredictable the Pac-12 could be this season, how good their defense is, how good their running game is. I uh, I like the Beavers quite a bit. I think they win the Pac-12, guys. And again, if you're looking for a long shot, I think the Beavers would be worth a sprinkle. You better, you better. Here with Nick and Ken, Phenomenal Football Friday, talking college football with our good friend, the Glassman, P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In and Sunday Bets here on the BetQL Network. P.J. is on X. At PJ, he's just going to a bachelor party uh, at PJ Glasser 9. Uh, DJ Uyunglele, formerly of Clemson, now, now at Oregon State. Cade Klubnick, now officially the starting quarterback to begin the year for Clemson. Clemson, the favorite at our show sponsor, BetMGM, to win the ACC plus 140, win total of 10. Peach, how do you feel about Dabo and Clemson this season? Uh, th- this is the team, guys. If, if you had to, if you had to have me pick one team that I like this year in college football, it's Clemson, and I would bet them in every market. I bet them to win the ACC. I'd bet them over win total. I'd bet them to win the national championship. I think there's so much value on Clemson this year. We were obviously used to to that run that they had in the mid 2010s with with Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson and how great they were. And now these past couple years, obviously, they really haven't had the quarterback. The offense has been struggling with DJU. The defense has still been great. But for the first time, Dabo had to adjust his program. He had the same offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator for years. He had Tony Elliott as his OC. He took the head coaching job at Virginia. And then he had Brett Venables for his DC forever. 
and then he takes the job at Oklahoma. So Dabo had to adjust a little bit, but I love the moves he made in the offseason. He brought in Garrett Riley from TCU to be his new OC. I don't think Klubnik's going to be as good as Watson or Lawrence were in college, but I think he's going to be really, really good. Shipley comes back at running back. The defense is still loaded. Their D-line's going to be as good as anybody in the country. Tyler Davis might be one of the best players in college football. And I just talked about it with Oregon State. Clemson's schedule this season, it, it sets up perfectly for them. All their toughest games, guys, are at home this year. Florida State at home. Notre Dame at home. North Carolina at home. South Carolina could be tricky at the end of the year. But again, what's nice is they're in the SEC, so that wouldn't hurt anything for them ACC related. And I do think they win that game. So Clemson is totally getting slept on. They've kind of been boring the last few seasons. They've been nowhere near what we're accustomed to seeing. And now Florida State's the new shining toy that everybody loves and they're gravitating to and they're betting in the market. And I just think it's created so much value on Clemson. They were nine and a half at one point, their win total. Now it's jumped up to 10. I would still take the over. Love them to win the conference. And like I said, I just think 18 to one to win the national title is such a good price because in all these other conferences, right? Big 10, you have the big three, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, SEC, Georgia, Tennessee, Bama, LSU, Pac-12's up for grabs, Big 12, it could be Oklahoma, Texas, or somebody who comes out of nowhere. ACC, I think, is Florida State or Clemson. It's one of the two teams, and uh, I just think Clemson's way better. So I would, uh, I would take a shot at them. All right, so you're, you're in on Clemson, big time, uh, in on Oregon State. And uh, if Clemson's good, there's a there's a chance Kate Klubnick could maybe maybe win the Heisman because they'd be in that 10, 11, 12 win conversation in the regular season. But it sounds like you have another player that you're looking at, another quarterback, maybe being coached by somebody on that Clemson coaching tree, too, that you just talked about with both assistants, who you like to win the Heisman. We have like two minutes left, PJ, uh, a Heisman bet that you were talking up to us before you came on. Yeah, Ken, 40 to 1, Dylan Gabriel, I think is an awesome play this season. And again, I do expect the defense to be better on Oklahoma this year. Venables is a defensive guy, and they were a mess for most of last season. But offensively, Gabriel is is really good, and he's underrated. And because of how strong the quarterbacks are this year in college football with Caleb Williams and Drake May and Michael Penix and all the guys in the Pac-12, J.J. McCarthy, it, Dylan Gabriel's not getting talked about. He has tons of experience in college football. He was great for Oklahoma last year. And, I mean, we know the Big 12. It's a conference where there are a lot of high-scoring games, and I don't think that's changing anytime soon. So Oklahoma and Texas, I think, are clear-cut in that conference. I think if Oklahoma wins, which they absolutely have a shot at doing, I think he's going to be right there in the conversation. So I think Gabriel's set up to have a massive year. He's got great receivers, good backs behind him. OU always has a good O-line. Um, and I think 40-1 to is just is a great price on him. I think he's just, he's in for a big year. PJ, let's close with this. I know on Send It In today, again, 1.30 p.m. Eastern weekdays here on the BetQL Network, on the Friday edition of uh, of Send It In, you had a NASCAR guest on, right? And uh, I, I know nothing about NASCAR. I don't know, like, is Jeff Gordon still racing? I have no idea. But I, I know that you've got at least one bet to give out here, and I don't claim to be an expert at all, so you tell me what it is, and I'll bet it here. We have about 30 seconds to go. Give us something for NASCAR this weekend. Yeah, I had Davey Siegel on today, who's a uh, Sirius XM NASCAR radio host and producer. I've known him since I was five years old. We've known each other since kindergarten. We would play the game growing up where I would name a number, and he would tell me who the NASCAR driver is. So this kid knows everything about everything about NASCAR. And uh, he liked Chris Buescher this week at uh, at the Brickyard. He's 20-1. to 1. 
He said Busher was was worth a play. He said he's got good track history here. He's in good form. He, he's uh, and he thinks he's a great bet. So if anybody wants a little sprinkle on a Sunday, Chris Busher at twenty to one, he thought was a good play. Uh, so PJ, we've always been fans of yours here on You Better You Bet. You've been on the show a lot. I just like send it in is awesome, and people can check it out. Check out the show. Check out social clips that get posted. You're a like a legitimate stud broadcaster, man. Like he's a very impressive man. You're awesome. This was great. Your information's amazing. Your energy is amazing. You're really good. I think you should be really proud of yourself. I mean that sincerely. Uh, he's on Twitter at PJ Glasser nine. You got to check out Send It In and check out Sunday Bets here as part of the BetQL Network, my friend. Enjoy the bachelor party. Have a really great time. And uh, good luck with the bets. And we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Nick. Thanks for the kind words. Good seeing you guys. Have a good weekend. All right, PJ Glasser here with us on You Better You Bet. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.